Booyah! It is Wednesday, the night before actual football, man. Holy crap. But welcome into Out of Rhythm. The night before Sport. Christmas and all through the land. <laughs> <laughs> uh welcome into out of rhythm fantasy sports guys um yeah it's been a crazy crazy weekend man hope everybody had fun on their labor day weekend um i just pretty much worked watch sports and uh yeah it's what about you homie yeah same here man it's uh you know i know some people probably got one more weekend of of fun at the the cabin or you know, took a took a trip somewhere. So, but yeah, we we kept it. We kept it college football. Uh, and uh, you know, we're gonna talk a lot about that tonight. We're gonna mash it up. We're gonna talk a little college football, some NFL. Uh, you know, kind of. Jay Jay was playing hurt last week, so um, you know he's ready to go. I'm ready to go, hundred percent. Unlike you know a certain somebody who we're gonna talk about in a second, Mister Cooper Cup. But oh, uh, you know we're hundred percent for the show tonight. Yeah, I said it. I went there. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight, and uh, you know, just uh, to buckle up. It'll be be a good hour with us. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it's it'll be a, a great hour or so, give or take. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with uh, the weekend and what we're gonna talk about. I guess I, I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm all confused. But no, anyways, we're gonna talk about some uh, college football. I'll have some stats. Like pop in a little college quarterbacks as well. Um, we'll kind of dive into some waiver wire gems that maybe you guys should take a look at before the weekend hits on, or before the weekend comes, before waivers hit for week two. But uh, and uh, we have a little college spotlight, which is new to the show too. So something a little bit different. So yeah, that's kind of our, and, our agenda. Hence, hence the blue light tonight. No, this ain't this ain't Kmart in nineteen ninety nine. Here, uh, I'm giving you a blue light special. We got count them. I got five on it. We got five of uh, my my favorite waivers for the week. And uh, yeah, like Jay was saying, we're in a spotlight. Uh, we might make this an every week thing too. So uh, maybe it's a segment to replace the Book of Eli, but it'll be uh, towards the end of the show, and I'll be talking about uh, draft prospect that uh, doesn't get a lot of love because we we know all the the main suspects. So. Oh yeah, yeah I'm most I'm pumped. I'm pumped, baby. Twenty four hours. <laughs> it's Lions and Chiefs. Oh my god. <laughs> right, but yeah, I mean, some. I mean, you know, Cooper Cup's not going to be here this week, so I'm, and we'll get to, we'll kind of dive into that when it comes to some of the waiver kind of some gems to look at here. You know, Travis Kelsey more likely not playing. You know, so that's a big blow to a lot of people who actually did do some drafting or actually were drafting. I, I mean, I did a, I did my best, I did, a, I did a best ball draft while I was working last night, keep my mind off things. But I mean, it wasn't too bad. I actually did. I mean, my roster was kind of a wide receiver heavy, and then I did a couple um, running backs in there, and then my bench was kind of more like one tight end, kind of wide receiver running back, wide receiver running back, and then I actually did three quarterbacks just in case, you know. You know, so just something a little bit different because, you know, in best ball, you can't add or drop anybody. So it's just one of those things you want to maximize your points. So it was quite interesting. I ended up with Burrow. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Carr. And then I picked up um, somebody else, too. I can't remember offhand. But, but yeah. I mean, some yeah, pretty quick, damn good team. Yeah. I can, I guess here I, I can run over it real quick because it's just it's just best ball. I'll, uh, I'll pop it in out here real quick. Just so that everybody knows who who I picked here. Um, well, while Jay's saying that, I was gonna say we, while while he's uh, figuring that out, I was gonna say uh, I had my first like full auction draft. I'd done auction dra mock drafts before, but uh, we had a lot of fun doing that Ooh. with uh, you know with, with is Jared is Jared is Jared watching tonight? I I love that auction draft, and I think I you know what going forward, man, that might be uh, that might be the uh, the way to go. Uh, that's a lot of fun. And you know, cause we we've been doing years and years of snake drafts, and and you know, I'm a little late to the party. You know, it's a, like most things. So, uh, yeah, I I just want to say I love that auction draft that we did with Jared on Friday. Yeah, I mean, it's I I think it adds a little, little bit more dynamic to you know people wanting to be involved in drafts and stuff like that because 
snake drafts are kind of boring and you know and you know you have to wait your turn and with i mean auction drafts may they might take just a smudge longer but hell they're a lot they're i mean they're fun because they actually like you can actually bid on the guy you actually want to get you know, so it actually gives you, you know, you actually stay in tune with, with everything, you know? So, I mean, it's just like, you know, I ended up finishing with like 50 extra bucks in my pocket. Eli, I think you ended up, you know, I think it was 30 some odd. So I left money on the table. I mean, I could have gotten some more players, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I mean, overall, I'm happy with the team that I got. You know, I'm, I was watching you. I'm like, you should have, there was a couple times I thought you probably, there were some guys you probably should have gotten, but it never, you know, I'm like, you bid just a couple more, you would have gotten like a few of those guys. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, I think it's the way to go. It, it, you don't have to wait your turn. Okay. Uh, hey, I, I'm ninth in this 12 man draft. Okay. I draft ninth and then the next turn around, I'll be whatever, 15, 16. And then you got to wait again and you're the 30 something. Th this is awesome. If you want, you know, if you want Justin Jefferson and then you want to wait a while, if you want to get Tyler Lockett later or somebody like that, uh, you know, just I, I, I'm, I was a fan of it. But, yeah, go go ahead, Jay, with your team real quick I, before I cut you oh, off. Jared's auctions are hard. It can't be that hard. You yeah, make me on, hard, Jared. Oh, oh. <laughs> but no, what, what, what I'm saying is, you know, because, you know. There's there's places out there that gives auction values on players and stuff like that. And most 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 of these websites got their projections and what guys were predicted to maybe possibly go for and whatnot. And if it just it comes down to if you just want to blow your load and just like you know, you know, I seen a few guys blow their load on a few other guys and and then you don't have money any any money. Yep, yeah, then you don't have any money left for you know your values down the road, but you know, I mean, other than that, it all depends on how you how you want to spend your money. But so here, here's my here's my best ball team. So I got uh, Joe Burrow, Kenny Pickett, and I went Derek Carr. So my wide receivers, my wide receivers are AJ Brown, CD Lamb, T Higgins. I went uh, JSN. I got Addison. I have Traylon Burks and Jonathan Mingo as all of my wide receivers. It's a hit row. Oof. Yep. And then I have. Oof. That I have from a running back. So I got Gibbs, Gibson, I have Hall, Javon A. Chain, and Spears for all my running backs. And then my tight ends are probably going to suck a little bit, but I have Mermuth and I went Sam Laporta for my. So we'll kind of see what happens. No, I, I running backs are, I mean, obviously your strength is receiver. And then I would say quarterbacks, tight ends, and running back but i mean if Brees yeah. hall gets healthy in a couple weeks and starts cranking it out i mean you're yeah you're gonna be formidable absolutely uh, yeah. but i was gonna say real quick jay um about devon a chain our, our, our uh the guy who we were we've been touting all all spring summer you know we've been on this guy uh they put jeff the dolphins put jeff wilson on the ir and i, I didn't put that on the bottom scroll but so jeff wilson's yeah. out all year so it's basically just most start so you, you're gonna get a lot of value from yeah, you'll get a lot of value from A-Chain because I think he's fully healthy now. He should he, He's yeah. questionable for week one. I, I'm leaning towards he's going to play. So, yeah, it, it won't be long before A-Chain overtakes Mostard. I think he's the feature back with Miami, yeah. just as a yeah. side note there. Yeah, um, Jared says blowing loads on so many dudes, that's the way the way to do an auction. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, if you want the best player, yeah. especially like, you know, I mean, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure a lot of people know how to do that pretty easy when they have fake money on their hands. <laughs> right but i mean it, it is insane um so what did you think about some of the jared i know you watched some college ball because we were both both you and i were talking back and forth back and forth about some college ball i mean you know the um i didn't get to see much of the um minnesota nebraska game you know, I came down with very low scoring and, you know, and Minnesota won it at the end, you know, so it's just kind of like, was there, you know, that I know that was one game I kind of um, stood out to me. Um, I know the TCU game and Colorado game was a huge, huge one. Bro, I couldn't, bro, I couldn't turn that off. I mean, that was like, and I was, I was, I was doing some, I was doing some body work on, on, on a van and, uh, yeah, I just I had I had my phone here. I had the fun, and I would would go inside to to take a peek, and and then I just I after about about the middle of the third quarter, I just went fully over to the TV and couldn't turn it off. I dude, I, 
it's so it's so awesome. I I followed Prime, you know, last couple of years at Jackson State, and it's it's badass that you know is I mean both his sons are playing with Colorado and and, and Shadur Sanders, man. He, I know, like some of the experts are, are kind of moving him up the draft board. I know Colorado jumped into the top twenty-five. They're number twenty-four now when they, uh, yeah, they are. Nebraska this weekend. But so I mean, there, uh, Colorado hasn't been this hot of a product probably since Cordell Stewart was there thirty years ago. Man, it's it's crazy right now. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy for Prime, dude. He he was a like I said, he was a great coach at Jackson State. Like they were they were dominating the SWAC, and and now he, he's going to do the same thing with the Pac-12. I mean, it, nobody would have thunk it, but. Uh, Colorado is going to be in the mix for that Pac-12 championship. I, oh, I really, that I, wouldn't surprise me. Like, yeah, it, th- that doesn't I mean, surprise me much. TCU lost; they lost Quentin Johnston, obviously, and and dug in the quarterback and a couple other guys on defense. But you know, and, and so they're not the same team that went to the national championship game last year. But that TCU team is probably still an eight-win team, and that's probably oh, still an eight and four team they beat. So, I mean, that's no no slouch that Colorado in there and beat. So, uh, and I think they're going to win again uh, this weekend against Nebraska. I think they're going to beat them too. And yeah, Nebraska, yeah. they found a way to miss that Minnesota game away. I saw that. Um, it, I'll, I'll get this in, and then you can uh, get some of the running backs, Jay. Uh, I, I was going to yeah. say one more thing about I, Florida State. I'm sold on because LSU. That's a that's a damn that's a nine ten win team. I mean, that LSU team is good, and and they they slacked you know they they smacked them around. Um, I was, I was impressed with the defense, uh, just, just everything. Uh, and Clemson might be down this year in the ACC because I know they they lost to Duke. So I think it's wide open. <clears throat> I think between, it's going to come down between UNC and Florida State for that ACC championship. And I think the winner of one of those two, like whoever claims the the championship, and if they you know end up 11-1, 12-1, something like that, I think is the team that gets to go to the playoffs. So I think it's either going to be UNC or Florida State. Yeah, I was trying to think which. Oh, I know I was bouncing around. Well, I was bouncing around some games and like that day Thursday, but um, called the Colorado has has the most like turnover in any like hitting uh, even the yeah. uh, transfer <laughs> portal and and whatnot. Especially even with even with his two kids even being there, I know one of them wanted to keep playing and whatnot. You know, just you know help the team yeah. out as much as possible. And why not? I was actually watching some of the re. I, I actually watched the the rerun of that game, and I was just like, "Holy crap, dude!" I mean, it looked good. I mean, I was kind of surprised. Was, you know, that game that game blew me out of the water after watching some of that, and I was like, some of the plays and everything. They were they were you know it was it was back honestly it was back it was a back and forth game, but Colorado ended up just coming out with it. I mean, they looked like the better team, and you know TCU just. Didn't really look that hot. I mean, I Anami Bailey, you know, from TCU. I like I mean, Bailey. Bailey, yeah, the running back. I I think he's a I think he's a stud. He's probably going to carry yeah. them all year. Yeah, more likely he will. I mean, it was. I did some prop stuff and whatnot over the weekend, and you know, some of the, some of these games I thought were going to hit hit for me, and it it came down to you know teams figuring out who's going to be their lead rusher or lead wide receiver. So a lot of my props ended up busting because I was. You know, I was like, well, maybe this guy will probably end up going over because you just think college football is just going to, you know, they're high scoring games. And I mean, it's like almost playing like a damn video game. You know, I mean, if you look at some of these, I mean, the uh, Kimmy Vidal, he had 248 yards rushing. You know, I mean, this is an undergraduate school. I mean, you know, this is a not, 20, not a top 25 team, but kids are just blowing stuff out of the water. I mean, it's. I mean, I seen Marcus Carroll. I seen a little bit of that game, and man, he looked great for 184 yards and three touchdowns. That that game was the game for Thursday, over over the freaking um, Nebraska game that day. But I mean, other than that, yeah. I mean, it, it it was just plain insane. Who yeah, who cares about two five and seven, six and six? You know, Gophers, Cornhuskers. Nobody yeah. cares. Maybe in a couple of years. Um, you know the Cornhuskers will be better, but yeah, right now it's just, oh, it's just, it's just trash. Uh, that's the they, game they got Matt thinking. Matt Rule. They hired Matt Rule. Remember Matt Rule? You remember he was at Baylor yeah, and then yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You know, failure, colossal failure with the Panthers, and then so now he's he's with Nebraska. So they'll probably be better in a couple of years. Probably yeah. be putting up points. But right now, there's yeah, they're they're five and seventeen to me. The game I was actually fixated on was actually the um 
the Utah game and Florida, the Gators game, that's the game that I was actually actually fixated on. Florida looked I, bad, dude. Florida, Florida is going to be lucky to crack six and six. I mean, well, I'm they serious. don't have I mean, they don't have Richardson anymore. So I mean, that's and I think they lost some of some of their wide receivers too as well. But dude, I mean, I, I mean, other than that, I mean, I I was I mean, I'm a I'm a Utah fan, so I mean, I love Utah and. I'm, I'm going to be all over Utah this year. There gonna be there gonna be another sleeper in the Pac-12. Pat, you know what? It's a shame that this is going to be the last season of, of the the current Pac-12. You know, and if it, if it even exists in the next year, but I mean they're they're loaded. I mean, obviously USC, Utah, um, Oregon's probably going to be good. You know, with Bo Nix and um, Oregon State. Oregon State's probably going to win eight or nine games. I mean, this is this yeah. is. <laughs> it's 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 a shame because they're they're probably probably the third best conference honestly, like top to bottom. This is probably the third best conference. They're 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 probably better in the Big Twelve. They're probably better than the ACC, and and it's a it's, it's yeah. a shame. But yeah, I mean, there's that Utah could Utah could be a sneaker into the playoffs. I mean, Colorado's be a hell of a lot better than anybody thought. Um, Arizona's yeah. not too bad. Arizona's usually you know a six and six, five and seven kind of program, but they you know they might get seven eight wins. So yeah, I mean this yeah. conference is stacked. Yeah, it it is. It's I think from what I heard or I'm not sure yet, I think some Mountain West might be trying to get to the Pac-12. So the Pac-12 might be around a little bit yet, but it's hard saying, but after losing, you know, two more teams to you know, the ACC, which ACC actually it's going to look 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 kind of kind of interesting and crazy. I mean, MSU, I mean some I seen some stuff about them here that you know, they lost something back in the day and whatnot and you know this year they you know i think they're able for bowls or something i can't remember there was something about the msu you know they end up getting some money back in the day and you know the college you know the ncaa find them or something one of those two things i didn't really dig too deep into it but it was it was news before the start of the year I know, I know. It, was back, it was back in the 80s um, yeah, their, their football program. Yeah, they were they were a national power for a little like SMU was a national power for a little bit. And uh, they kind of yeah. they kind of pissed it away. And they've kind of been, you know, this mid conference, you know, these lower big five, you know, FBS school for the past 30 years because of it. I, I think a lot of it. But I mean, they're they're going to they're going to boom, too. If you want to take a, a stock in like a power five school going forward, like a a, a penny stock that's going to just shoot up, they get the right coach and the right players in there. SMU. I would keep an eye on SMU the next couple of years. Um, Absolutely. <clears throat> Michigan State. I watched that game a little bit, and I watched the Stanford Hawaii game. It was it, it was the Michigan State game. I thought they would be blowing them out a little bit more because I had some over unders on on some of the Michigan running backs. You know, I was close, but I ended up failing some of my props and that. That kind of pissed me off. But some that of them, some of them that Hawaii. Was, I was gonna say, Jay, that Hawaii quarterback. He that guy. Uh, that kid's nuts. <laughs> In two games, he's got over 700 yards passing so far. He's yep. he's leading the nation. Yep. I uh, I wanted to see Emmett's son play a little bit. I mean, he he looked he looked all right. I mean, he he didn't you know four for 14. I mean, he wasn't the lead back or anything like that. But I mean, other than that, most of the highlighter games were on Saturday with TCU, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma just blew them out of the water. I mean, Tennessee. I mean, they looked all right. I mean. It, I didn't see a lot of these games. I know I just picked and choose whatever was on TV that time at the at the time. Um, I missed out in the Oregon game, that's for sure. But I seen I was watching a little bit of that Ohio State game, and then I was just, I was dissatisfied with you know their running backs and their wide receivers. I was dissatisfied with that. Um, yeah, I, other than that, I didn't really catch too many other games that day because I was just kind of bouncing around those different games and stuff like that, that day. Um, other than that, you know, on the bottom there to show pretty much the top six um, for catching my receivers, they don't watch any of the games, but those were some of the highlights of, from the weekend. Um, before we swap over, I'm going to, I want to add this to our, to our segment as well. So the top eight college degrees of, Right, yes. I mean, it's I had I had ten, but I couldn't fit ten on this. You know, we got Shadir Sanders, five hundred ten yards. We had Michael Pick, um, 
Penix, 450 yards. You know, Graham Mertz, 333 from the Utah game. Then we had Travis Jordan. Um, and, and I got the fantasy points up top there. So if anybody's, you know, you know, in the fantasy and stuff like that, I looked up on. So I put their fantasy points in the top. You know, even, you know, the funny, crazy thing is. You know, even Graham, even though Graham Mertz had a, you know, 333 yard day, he only, he only came up with 19 fancy points, which is just, just insane. You know, Caleb Williams, five touchdowns, 89 points. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, just insane, man. It's well, well, look, look at how efficient Caleb was 18 of 24, 319, five touchdowns. That means five of his 18 completions were touchdowns. I mean, <laughs> you can't get any more efficient than that. Um, Mertz from Florida. That just that just tells the story right there. The guy had over 300 yards and no touchdowns. That's like a you know Davis Mills you know stat line from the Texans. Like when you know when they get schlacked week one, you know yeah. something like that. Um, I, I liked what I saw from Jordan Travis from FSU. He's gonna he's gonna be a sleeper Heisman. He'll be a sleeper guy. Absolutely. And she, obviously not- Shadur Sanders, <laughs> beast. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean uh, the Michael Penix game. I didn't get a chance. I think it was on, but I didn't get an ch- opportunity to kind of watch some of it. But at first, it was a low, pretty much a low-scoring game. And next thing I know, just touchdowns after touchdowns after touchdowns. I'm just like, so hopefully you had some of the Washington wide receivers because they went off and had a heyday. Um, I mean Michael Penix is actually he'll be a draft prospect this upcoming year. So hopefully, I mean he he'll be Michael Penix. Caleb Williams, you know, Drake Mays. There was one other guy too, you know, Bo Nix. A lot of these guys are in, you know, in the Heisman Trophy, you know, are candidates for winning the, you know, so this, so Penix, I think, you know, actually rose up just a little bit. I think, I mean, even though he had a good performance, you know, and not, not what Caleb Williams put out. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of speculations on Caleb Williams, but I like Penix sooner just because his offense are, is, is going to be a little bit more high scoring. But I mean, that's just that's just me myself, you know. I I wanted to get Drake Mays up in here because I'm a Mays a Mays fan, but couldn't do it. But overall, Bo Nix, you know, he he's a he's a contender for this year and uh you know um prospect as well. I mean, the Ducks had a pretty good out outlet against um, whoever they were playing. I think eighty some odd points. They just annihilated that team. But yeah. And any other thoughts, quick on uh, some of these guys, Eli? 80, 81 to seven over Portland State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, under ranked team. I mean, pff, come on now. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, Gabriel from OU. Uh, you know, they jumped up into the top twenty-five. I think they're ranked number seventeen now. So, you know, maybe you know people are kind of down on Oklahoma. You know, he he, who knows? He he might put together a solid season. So it's, yeah. it's encouraging to see him kind of in the top ten college quarterback fantasy mix. You know, it's good to see yeah. him up there. Uh, the Georgia Tech quarterback, um, uh, Kings, you know that's that's yeah. a nice stat line from him. I don't think he's I don't think he's going to maintain that. He's has, he's not on anybody's radar. No, and obviously you'll see you see Drake see Drake May you'll see Drake May pop in here. And, yeah. You know, oh yeah. May, yeah. Be a couple other. Yeah, but you'll see you'll see Penix all year. You'll see Caleb all year. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah. Bo Nix all year. Uh, Sanders. Yeah. yeah. I was just I was. Most impressed with Shador Sanders. I I know that TCU. I mean, it's the Big Twelve. Nobody plays defense there. I get it, but yeah, uh, he did this, and, and because nobody, you know, people maybe saw some YouTube clips or some stuff on 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 you know Dion and and, and his program at Jackson State in you know, the last couple of years. But Shador Sanders was doing this at Jackson State. It's just nobody was watching. You know that I mean the, nobody was paying attention to the swack and he you know oh, oh lesser competition. Like no TCU has got like like NFL guys on their defense. I mean, even if it's not very good, there's still, there's still NFL level guys and, and the offense too, obviously the running back. I like a lot. So and they beat a very good team and, and uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be awesome to see Sanders up there all year long and have him in the Heisman mix. But yeah. I don't think he's going to have 510 yards and four TDs every week, but guy guys just got, he's got it all size, you know, arm, uh, you know, it can move. It can move like a like a horse. Like it's yeah, just thor- this this guy's a thoroughbred. And and who knows? Maybe maybe at the end of the year he jumps Caleb and Drake May, and maybe Shador Sanders <laughs> is the number one pick. And maybe there's like three you know A A rated quarterbacks. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, other than that, it's 
it is what it is. I was going to try to look up some some guys that were actually in the that were. I think Shadur Sanders is actually a prospect for this year to be drafted as well for yeah. the, the NFL. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's crazy to say, but I think it's time to uh, get into some of your uh, Fab Fives. I think it's time to swap on over. I think we did our college, our college take here, and uh, I think now it's time to get into some college or not college, some NFL uh, guys to look at that were overlooked, and uh, kind of go from there. You know what? We're out of the preseason now, so it's it's time. You know, drafts are. Or, uh, I'm sorry, unless you're drafting tonight. Or tomorrow afternoon. I mean, drafts are in the books. Everybody's got everybody's set. So now it's time to look into some of the guys that you might find on waiver wires. I know I took the average of five different leagues that were. So we just took like a typical twelve man because that's. I would say that I would say it's the most common. Like if you're playing in a fantasy league, which thousands and thousands of people do, um, I would say the average size of a league is 12 teams. So I took that into consideration. I looked at five different 12 man teams. Now, now this might be different if you're in a 10 man, if you're in a 16 man, 20 man, uh, you know, different format beyond that. But this is just, you know, basic 12 man PPR. Um, I think that's the consensus that I, that I came across. So, and then these are from Yahoo. So there were five different Yahoo leagues. Like I said, it might be different for ESPN or a couple other places that, that offer fantasy. Uh, so the, I ranked them one through five and it, it it's no, um, some of the guys are going to be harder to come across obviously because like Jawan Johnson, who I have at number five, he's, he's already rostered on 41% of teams. So you're going to have a harder time finding him, but I did see him available. So I included him in the top five because he's the 13th ranked tight end this week. And, and uh, you know, and if Travis Kelsey's out and because that's still up, in the air, then he jumps up to number 12. And, and you're telling me that in a 12-man league that Jawan Johnson wouldn't be a starting tight end this week if he's ranked number 12? You know, you can throw him in and get him for free. Get him for free, toss him in there. I don't know who your starter would be, but uh, so we'll start with Jawan Johnson at five. Uh, I, you know what? If I were to, if I were to guess, you know, with Derek Carr there, he actually has a legit quarterback now. I, th- I would say like a stat line for Jawan, maybe 50 yards and a touchdown which is solid. I mean, you get three grabs, 50 yards, touchdown. Hell, that's 14 points. You know, so that's a that's a damn good week for a tight end. I'll, I'll sign me up. Uh, number four, I put Tank Dell. We've been talking about him, kind of like our, our boy A-Chain. We've been talking about Tank Dell all spring and summer. This kid's going to be a beast. And I think uh, John Michi is questionable for, for week one. I know J- <sighs> Jamie's a big John Michi fan. He, he, he would be somebody that might be ahead of and probably is ahead of Tank Dell on the on the Texans depth chart, but he's gonna. I I would lean towards uh, Michi being out this week, so that's gonna be more. It's even more targets for Dell because I'm not Rashawn Woods. Get out of here! Like some of these clowns that they have. No, no. Uh, Tank Dell is only on six percent of rosters, and uh, you know, if I were to guess for a stat line for him, because I I think he'd sit more on the bench. Just it's a wait and see because, like I said, he was a third round pick. Um, wait and see approach with him. If I were to guess for a stat line, I, I'd say um, three grabs for 40 yards, which isn't much. I mean, that's seven points. But like I said, it's you, you want to get you want to get stock in him now because I think going forward, you're you're going to see the Rashawn Woods of the world and guys like that. You're going to see them drop by the wayside, especially if the Texans are out of it. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna throw Stroud. You know, Stroud will be in there from day one, and I think he's already got a rapport with Tank Dell, so that's good moving forward. I didn't see, you know what? I wasn't projecting this even a couple weeks ago, but with what happened with Jonathan Taylor and, and some of the other, you know, Colts running backs that are kind of hacks and jokes, Deion Jackson. And, and Deion Jackson, I think it was, um, I think it was last year. I think he was filling in for, for uh, Taylor when Taylor was out those couple games. I, th- I think yeah. he did a good job last year for them. So, so Deion Jackson, he's got a track record. And it, you know, not that long. That's less than a season ago that he was filling in. So I, I could see him stepping in, you know, maybe getting 60 yards rushing and a touchdown, maybe a couple receptions. I, I could see like a 16, 17 point game from him. Absolutely. And, and, and that's well worth it. I mean, he's only in 34% of rosters. You can yeah. easily get easily get. But before the word gets out, though, Jay, because it's I, I and I'm guessing a lot of 
waiver, you know, today's waiver Wednesday. So I'm guessing a lot of claims have already been put in on him. But just in case, you know, the people in your league are asleep at the wheel, you know, go and snag him up. Uh, I'll, I'll get these last two and I'll let you get your points in quick, Jay. Um, Puka Nakua, number two. He's only on 2% of rosters. Me and Jay know how good he is. Has, has anybody been watching you know, the, the Rams training camp or preseason or or any of the – you know, I know everybody loves YouTube. There's a bunch of YouTube clips of, of, of Puka making great grabs. Cooper Cup is out? What do you, what do you get? Put Van Jefferson as the number one? Are you kidding me? Van Jefferson's not a number one. Puka's going to get something. He is. He's going to have a deceptively good week one. And if Stafford and Stafford puts it together and the Rams, you know, makes some noise against the Seahawks, which is totally, I mean, Seattle's got a solid defense. It's it's not, you know, Pittsburgh or anything. Uh, so I, you know, I could see, I could see Puka getting maybe four catches, 55 yards. And then if he throws a touchdown in on top of that, hell that <laughs> that's 15 and a half points right there. So uh, yeah, sign me up. I, I get him on the roster. He's only two percent. You know, get him, get him there. Put him on. I would say put him on the bench week one. But if you're desperate, if you have an injury, uh, if you're not sure about some of the, um, you know, Traquan Smith from the Saints. He's kind of a lesser name that's out this week. Uh, McLaurin from from Washington. I think he's going to play, but you know, he's a he's a bigger name that you might have to fill in for. Uh, Puka would be perfect in that spot. And then number one, I put Sam Howell. Because why the hell not? Uh, two quarterback leagues, it, it is, uh, you know, manager negligence. It is manager negligence that, you know, you're, you're in a two quarterback league and Sam Howell is not in your starting two. Are you, are you kidding me? He's a top 24 fantasy quarterback. Absolutely. Now, it's debatable top 20. I don't think he's a top 20 guy. But Sam Howell fall, falls somewhere in the, the 21, 22, 23. So, yeah, two-quarterback league, automatic start. And the fact he's available only in 22% of leagues, yeah, go snatch him up. And then in the one quarterback, you know, a typical 12-man that's just got the one quarterback and the two running backs, that kind of that kind of format, um, he should at least be a backup. Like I said, he's a top 24 fantasy quarterback. There's no reason why he shouldn't at least be a backup. So Sam Howell's sitting there. Go snag him up. And those – are my week one pickups, otherwise known as the the Fab Five, the Five, Ooh, the five. Fab Five. Um, Johnson, not a bad idea. But if if you haven't, I'd be picking up their uh, tight end Noah, who I think is either like the rookie or their second year guy. I, I would get him on the roster for tomorrow. If you don't, um, like he's probably under rostered more than likely. Um, Tankdale, yeah. Um. Not not a bad not a bad look at I minute. Mean, I just just looking at Mitchie. It's hamstring. He might go, might not go. So I mean, yeah, Tankdale probably the guy. Um, Jack, you know, Jackson there. I mean, you got um, you got uh, Hall. It was the other guy, but Moss is still yeah. out there. Leagues. Moss will it. It's I think it's gonna be a more likely a mix up between the three, but I think the thing it comes down to who they're going to go with um, kind of who's kind of got the hot hand at the, at that moment. But I would, I'd rather be rostering Moss because Moss will be at the top of that depth chart. Then Jackson and then Hall. I think it's Hall if I remember right. Cause I know he was uh yep. Evan Hall. Yep. So then Hall and then Jackson after that, but, but yeah, Puka. Yeah. People should be going out and getting Puka right, right now. I mean, I don't know what they're waiting for. They're they're sloughing, totally sloughing. Yep, I agree with that. Um, Sleep at then, the wheel. Yeah, and then somehow, yeah, they should. People should be drafting him. I mean, people should be having him on the roster. I know I didn't draft him in some of my leagues. I I think I got maybe one share of him in some of my leagues somewhere. I don't know exactly, but I ended up taking some other people. I ended up drafting more uh, Anthony Richardson than Sam Howell just because it happened. But you know, if that's That'll probably end up slapping in my face before some time. But other than that, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a, Sam Howell's one of my guys. But quickly, I did, I actually did some, uh, I was looking to myself. And, you know, Van Jefferson, yeah, 20, 22% rostered. Yeah, that's a given. You know, with, you know, Cup not being there. He's a scrub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's yeah moving on he's down. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of interesting. Um, John Mitchie, yeah, um, we kind of just mentioned him. It's only 4% rostered. I mean, he's he is the third guy on the depth chart. If he does, if he does play, I mean, I'd rather be looking at John Minchie, John Minchie myself. But if he doesn't, I mean, Tink Dell will be the guy there. I'll be looking out for a number three guy if, if needed. Um, Alec Pierce, th- this guy is there, you know, is there a second in their roster, and he's only six percent rostered, which is insane. But I'm sure a lot of people, I mean, a lot more value and you know, whatnot. I mean, yeah, you know, Alec Pierce had 500 some odd yards as a rookie, a couple touchdowns, but. He didn't look bad at all for being, you know, kind of an inner slot guy and whatnot, or outside guy. I think he played a little bit in slot too. But the only downfall is that they have McKenzie and Josh Downs. Josh Downs there too. Have on my, uh, you know, Josh Downs actually listed as the third guy. So and he's only one percent rostered too as well. So I mean, I think a lot of people would be sleeping on Josh Downs. You know, the hot heavy names. You know, you got Addison, JSN, and you know, Josh Downs. Yeah, probably not the great. You know. He's somewhat flashy, but not flashy enough. But when it comes to this Colts offense, you know, I think a couple guys, a couple guys would be probably looking at. It. I think if Josh Downs ends up getting a touchdown, I'll be everybody be running to the waiver wires. Um, Trey Palmer, he's only one percent rostered. I mean, yeah, Evans is probably gone by the, by the end of the season. His he has contracts. You know, he he you know you know they. I know they. I've seen something with him if. Um, something about his contract since his contract I think is coming up or something like that, or he's, he's going to be probably shipped out. Like you mentioned at the end of this year, probably. I'll, I'll comment on Mike Evans and just, fi- I'll let you finish up. I'll comment yeah. on the Mike Evans situation. And then, and then, um, Keishon Butte, you know, if Juju is not playing this week, you know, Butte is out there in leagues and he's only, he's zero. He's totally just free. I mean, why not take a risk on the? I actually might, you know, I might do some DFS lineups and actually get Butte in there just so I can actually get some other value in there. Because I mean, it's got you know, if Juju is not going to be able to play this week, I mean, come on now. I mean, it's only evident. Oh, to actually... I was going to say, absolutely. Is an LSU guy. When do these yeah. LSU guys not hit? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, are you really going to trust Javante Parker? You know, Taiwan Thornton. I mean, Kendrick Bourne. I mean. Booty, nah. I think, I think, I think he's got a little bit more value. I mean, Thornton, yeah, those are their rookie draft pick last year. He didn't do anything, you know. Kendrick Bourne, he's kind of a wash. I mean, Keishon, I think he's, I think he's a better prospect. I mean, that's that's just me and myself. But maybe in deeper in deeper leagues, yeah, go 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 get Booty. Give him a shot. You know, you don't know what's, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. But that, that's just me. These are just kind of my top guys. I cut, you know, some of the guys I kind of seen that that could be used out there this week if it need to be. And I do got one more, but I'll let Eli uh, comment on the Mike Evans thing quick. I've been chopping at the pit. Ah, ah, let me off the leash. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I think the Bucks and Mike Evans are moving along with the contract, which would kind of complicate stuff in terms of a trade. So maybe the Bucks are going to try this year. I don't know, but uh, I would hold <laughs> off on. I, if you're in a deeper 16 man, 20 man league, absolutely stash Trey Palmer. Go snag him up right now. Don't dick around. Get him. But in a 12 man league, I would just let him stay put. Uh, just wait. Let this Mike Evans thing kind of play out a little bit and see what the Bucks do. At least you know you don't want to be that guy. Oh, oh, damn it! Palmer had a 99 yard touchdown game you know whatever but i i doubt that uh i think the i think we're gonna lose to the vikes week one so uh, it might be I, I doubt that i mean with you know even though you know uh no i can't think uh <laughs> uh i i'm totally <laughs> no. with, uh, you know they're QB. No, no. I, I i i would be but i would I, be too i would be too that well i'm, I'm gonna say quick jay uh van jefferson there's a reason why did you know any other number one? Oh god! Oh god! Uh, uh, I'm gonna barf. Uh, do you know any other number one receiver? You know he's not obviously not every week, but Cooper Cup's out week one, so just for one week against Seattle's average defense, let's say probably top you know top fifteen defense. Van Jefferson is the only guy, only starter that's available. I mean, like consensus starter. There's no. Ugh. 
all, you know, he he's either one or two. That's how little people think of this guy. And the fact that he's he's sitting out there and we had to put him on these lists. If you're not getting Puka, you are I, I'm sorry, that's that's manager negligence. That is yeah. that is negligence to the nth degree because Puka is going to tear I'm telling you, me Jay's been telling you too. Jay's been higher on Puka longer than I have. Uh, he is going to tear it up. And, and you you are making a sad mistake if if you're gonna let you know, oh, Van Jefferson. No, Higby? Who the hell is there to, to catch passes for the Rams? That's not named Puka. You know, so Van two Jefferson avoids like the like, Yeah, 2 2 Atwell. Atwell, I think he was a, he was a little bit below Puka. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Is he, he is. Doing? He is. Or no, yeah, uh, Atwell, I think, was in the, you know, the Fantasy Pros top 100. I think Puka was number 88. And I think Atwell was towards the late 90s so he's he's lesser on fantasy pros um ranking uh but still i mean that's even low 88 for fantasy receiver and van jefferson is probably up in the 50s which is a joke i mean van jefferson come on yeah. so avoid him john michi if he plays michi is just as good of a play as tank dell if not better so uh, yeah i agree with jay on that michi yeah. um alec pierce uh, i think people are sleeping on him because of because of uh, richardson and they don't know what he's More gonna do if, if he's He's been having issues with, you know, with, with his completion rate. And, you know, I, I, we know what he can do with his legs, but, you know, it's a work in progress with the arm. So, uh, Alec Pierce, uh, I maybe stash him, you know, maybe yeah, I think on the bench. Stash. Just kind of wait and especially, see, you know. Especially 16, especially 16, man, Jay. I, I think you got to have Alec Pierce on at least yeah. the bench. He's that, you know, he's too good not to be on a definitely, definitely 16, man. Um, Trey Palmer, like definitely. I, you know, just made my point about him. Josh Downs, we, we, we like, you know, the kid from UNC. That's uh, another guy in a deeper, you know, if you're in a 16, 20 man league, you probably stash him somewhere. 12 man, I wouldn't touch him yet. Uh, it's like that, let that Colts thing play out. And then, uh, Kayshawn Booty, uh, I, I like, I think it's, yeah, I just, that's another thing. I think is negligent. How is he 0%? You know, you know what I mean? Like, you think, you think a dead clock is right twice a day. You know, if there's however <laughs> many scam leagues out there, if he's only in like three of them, yeah, yeah, he's gonna. They have, I mean, they have a better. They brought back uh, their uh, their old offensive coordinator. Uh, his name slips me, but he was at Alabama. He was the head coach of the Texans. Uh, but yeah, so they brought back their old OC. Um, I think Mac Jones is gonna be better. I mean, people are just shitting all over him. I think he's gonna be a little bit better than what people think, and and he's gonna have to have some targets, especially if Juju's out. Uh, Kayshawn, yeah. definitely yeah. DFS. We, we should we should clarify that there are some guys. Okay, uh, your your week to week leagues you want to have. There's certain guys, you know, dynasty. You know that there's different stuff. DFS, Kayshawn Booty, apps. He's dirt cheap. He is dirt cheap. You know, if you're if you're you know stocking up on on the on the Jeffersons and, and the Chases and guys like that for for week one, why not throw Kayshawn Booty in there? He he, he uh, Thor, Thornton. Oh, I'm not yeah. a you know huge. Thornton's okay, but I'm not. It's totally sold yeah. on him, but yeah, if you want a cheap yeah, DFS I, bet, Booty is the guy. Yeah, yeah, and, and Puka, I, uh, Puka, I would, I would, Puka, I would totally get him. In. Yep, I would yeah, get him in a DFS lineup too as well. Um, I didn't, I, I got, I got, I got some one more. Yeah, we got some sleepers. We got some yeah. sleepers out yeah, there. Sleeper too as well. Yeah, and um, somehow Traylon Burks is out there in some leagues. He's only, I mean, he's 80% roster. What? But Traylon, what? Oh, 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 oh. I, could, I, could, I couldn't believe it myself. Traylon Burks is still out there. I don't, he's like, hey, guys, pick me up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I couldn't believe it myself. Um, Marvin Mims is a, is, is a guy, uh, he's 30, 36% rostered in on Sleeper. But I think that will go up a lot more over this weekend just because, you know, you're not going to have Judy. You have Sutton, um, but yeah, Marvin. They will. Marvin Mims will be getting some targets. That's a guarantee. They got, Jay, they got, Jay. They got one receiver. They got one. They got Corlin Sutton. They got one receiver. And, and and Sean Payton. It's a totally new regime, so we can't go off of like you know previous years or or even an old Saints player that he brought in. Like Marvin Mims, they've been high on him all throughout training camp and preseason. So yeah, Mims absolutely. Yeah, he might. Dude, he might end up being their number three receiver this year. I mean, behind yeah. you know when Judy's healthy and, and Sutton. Yep. Um, Tajay Spears is out there, twenty six percent rostered. Tajay Spears should be rostered a lot more, just in case. And I, I have a feeling that it, 
this they might lay back a little bit on running um uh Derrick Henry Derrick Henry a little bit. I think they're I think they're going to do what they're what they're doing with CMC with the Niners. Splash in a little Tajay cuz I mean he is a he's a actually an explosive runner. So I think, you know, I think Henry will still kind of do what he does, but I think they're trying to kind of like lessen his workload a little bit. Um, and then they, they also do have Chestnut too, one of your other guys too. But Tajay should be rostered just a little bit more just in case. Um, <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> her, her. Uh, yeah. And then uh, let's hit the hole. Let's hit the hole hard with Tajay Spears. <laughs> um, and then uh, Sean Tucker, I mean, he he's he's getting some Raz, I guess, a little bit. I mean, he's 8% rostered. Um it sounds like he might be getting rostered a little bit more. Um, and I also mentioned Josh Downs too, as well. And I mentioned um, Kajan Bouti as well. But you know, these are some guys I've seen on uh, um, Sleeper that, that are out there that should be could be out there in some of your leagues. Traylon Burks slim to none, but Marvin Mims might be out there quite a bit. Spears as well. So a lot of these guys, other guys, um, some other couple other ones. Puka is only eight percent rostered. He should be rostered a lot more over this weekend. Um, he will be. Evan, Evan Hall and Zach Moss, both are 14 and 13% rostered. That might go up over this weekend. Um, and I, I also mentioned Trey Palmer, too. He, he's 2% rostered, too, as well. It, any, any Buccaneers running backs are good. You know what I mean? Like Rashad White, not the feature back. So um, whether somebody you know, pops up throughout the year and, and ends up getting some touches. They trade for somebody, they, you know, it's, it, I think Kareem Hunt's still a free agent, isn't he? Or did Kareem Hunt, did Kareem Hunt sign yeah. anywhere? Oh, no, Kareem Hunt still, he's still a free agent. And, you know, if, if Kareem Hunt is out there, I mean, Bucks, yeah. Bucks I mean, are, yeah. If the Bucks are re-signing Mike Evans to, me that they're serious about trying to compete this year if you i mean if you're going to give mike evans a contract till the end of his career basically like you're you're serious about trying because you don't think the nfc south is very good you're trying to compete why the hell are we not going after kareem hunt he's on one of my he's on i think the dynasty team uh we we do through yep. sleeper i think he's on my bench because i'm waiting he's on my bench i'm waiting for him yep i'm just, I'm just sitting there ready to prowl you know because i'm like how the hell is kareem hunt I mean, he's been a little picky. I mean, he's—I know he's visited a couple places, Saints, Colts. He's kind of turned turned down what they were yeah. offering, but eventually he'll—you know—he's he, going to need the money. So uh, Tampa, bring him. Come on, come on, baby, come on. Water's fine, Kareem. Come on in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, um, I think that was—I'm trying to think. There was um, a crazy funny thing was is <clears throat> John Mitchie is actually 16% rostered on Sleeper compared to Yahoo, where he's actually only like 4% rostered. So I mean, uh, total different. So I, 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 see, I, I would say that the sleeper people are smarter than the Yahoo people. But how the hell is Traylon Burks? How is he? How is he? Even, how is he available? <laughs> right. You, you, yeah. You think, you think like eighty? You think eighty-five-year-old DeAndre Hopkins is the number one receiver in Tennessee? Are you kidding me? It's it's Traylon Burks. You got a number one receiver right there. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I think that I mean that kind of covers some other guys. I mean, I don't know if you had any other guys that you um, wrote down or that maybe you want to mention at all before beforehand. Um, but yeah, those uh, are I, some of the guys. Excuse me. No, no, it was a great list. Uh, I want to say one guy, you know, because I, you know, you see people when you're going through these waivers, you're, you kind of okay, this guy here, this guy here. And we stick to skill position. I mean, there's some defensive players, obviously, we could mention. Kickers, we don't even dick around with. They're all, except for like Justin Tucker, they're pretty much all the same. There's real no, really no difference. It's week to week. Um, defense, you know, if you're looking for a, a, like a full defense, not the defensive players, obviously Washington. I'm, I'm assuming that everybody's got them already. I mean, that'd be stupid if you didn't. Um, they got Arizona. And that's gonna that's gonna be a shit show. They're playing Josh Dobbs at quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would I, say I, that's gonna yeah that's gonna get rough. Um, I would say I would say Tyler Conklin, uh, tight end from the Jets. I've seen him available. I think in all five, either four of the five or five of the five, he was available. 
of the 12 man that I kind of surveyed to, to put my list together. Uh, Tyler Conklin, I, I would say just because, I mean, we don't, we don't know. We don't know if, if Randall Cobb is going to be Aaron's target. If Garrett Wilson, um, go down the list. Uh, Alan Lazard, is it, is it going to be one of the back? Is, is it going to be Dalvin out of the backfield? You know, or maybe, maybe he falls in love with Conklin. You know, he saw, I mean, Conklin used to be with the Vikings. I mean, Aaron Rodgers probably saw him up front for a couple of years. So uh, that could be a, another guy you could stash, especially, you know, if tight ends start going down, we don't know about, you know, Mark Andrews, you know, he's starting to get up there in years and, and uh, you know, he was hurt last year. So maybe Mark Andrews kind of comes back down to earth. Uh, Travis Kelsey's probably out week one. I mean, that's tomorrow night. That's questionable at, at this hour. I mean, less than 24 hours before the game. I don't like that one bit. Uh, and then we, Darren Waller, is anybody, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I think he's, yeah, I think he's totally overrated. I, I can't believe he's still as highly rated as he is. Uh, so, yeah, Conklin, you can get for free. Get for free. Yeah. Get him behind it. Get him behind a Darren Waller. Get him behind, you know, somebody somebody like that. And uh, is there anybody you saw? Anybody any kind of sleeper guy or kind of off off um, top five, top six that you saw? Um, Not offhand, but I think uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up uh, Hunt here real quick. I mean, just uh, see here. Green Hunt, he's only fourteen percent rostered, so he's out there in quite a few leagues. If you if you if you want the guy, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> you know, mark, marking himself up. You need actually, you know what you need to do is actually get some of that uh, paint. You know that just yeah, then, that's then, what, yeah. <laughs> this is the, this is the poor man's. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Other than that, Green Hunt's <clears throat> out there. I mean. It, I guess, I guess it really comes down to where where would he I mean it comes down to where where could he land that could be suitable I mean maybe the Bears I mean the Bears could be a spot where he could he could be used at um that's the only other team that I could only I mean the Ravens I I wouldn't want to see him going the Ravens I mean yeah they might have Cahal Herbert I mean Foreman which you know I think I think I think Chicago would be a good good landing spot for him I don't like Baltimore there. I, I agree because they don't. Uh, Baltimore's got way too. I mean, they got they got freaking Melvin Gordon on the practice squad. I mean, so they're they're pretty. A lot of guys we don't trust, but I mean, they got a shit ton of backs. They got Keaton Mitchell. You know, they got they got guys yeah. there. Um, Chicago, yeah, because I, I, Khalil Herbert, he's he's a good back, not a feature back. Same thing with Rashad White, kind of similar guys. Like, you know, great as your backup or your your change of pace back, but. Not, not an every down back uh, foreman, you know, I've not, I haven't seen him do it throughout a full year. I mean, we had a sample size last year, but he was running on healthy legs when he was tearing up you know, the league last probably six, seven games of the year. So, um, yeah, I, I think Chicago, definitely cream hunt to Chicago, Tampa. Like we need, we need, we need anybody. We should, we should assign damn Dalvin cook. You know, if, <laughs> if the bucks were, I didn't know. I, just, I didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo Jay that we were going to be serious this year i thought we were tanking i thought we were we were pulling a cardinals but apparently if they're talking um, to mike evans they're we're gonna go for it maybe the, maybe the texans as well i mean they got pierce singletary mike boone you know singletary yeah he's not i mean may, may, maybe maybe that team you know maybe that team you know i was just kind of looking quick jaguars are good now i look like now i look like a raccoon or, or i look <laughs> like uh i look like the, the lone ranger <laughs> yeah um the I mean, we mentioned the Rams, but I mean, Rams, yeah, the uh, Raiders, the out. I mean, my Dolphins got a crap load. Fight. I mean, we mentioned the Vikings. I mean, that could be a good landing spot for them. Saints are out. Giants, they're out. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of really dribbles down everything. Steelers are good. Seahawks are good. Niners are fine. So I mean, there's only a few landing spots. You might just spots. have to wait. Yeah, you might just have to wait until somebody gets hurt. Yeah, that might be it. When an injury happens, that might be that might be it. But I think that kind of covers everything. I I think it's time for our last segment of the show. Is is it is it a new segment? Is it? We need we need some like we need some theme music to go with it. But I know, that's right? Fine. That's fine. Got the got the spotlights. Everything's getting bright. Everybody needs to know about the uh, prospects that are coming in to next year's draft, and we're going to set you straight. So this will probably be, end up being a weekly thing. 
Uh, the book of Eli was, you know, had its run, and it might come back someday, but uh, I'd say for the time being, you know, we're gonna, there's there was a lot of guys on Jay's list that he had. Uh, some of the linebacks, some of the receivers, maybe, maybe they'll be spotlight, spotlighted eventually here. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. And the gavel that's still coming. I got that in my I got that on my Amazon cart. So the the gavel, yeah, that'll be here eventually. But uh, we're gonna call this the uh, NFL prospect spotlight. That's a, a new a bit on the show. And tonight we're gonna start with uh, Duke Blue Devils quarterback Riley Leonard. Yay! Yay! Um, so he's the. Uh, uh, so he's the number 43 overall prospect, the number six quarterback prospect. Uh, right now, the you know the talking heads and the experts, they have about a mid-second round grade on him. It sounds about right. Um, he's 6'4", 212, uh, like a 4'5", 40 time, which is, for a quarterback, that's, that's super quick. I mean, that's what Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota ran, for example. I think... That that would probably be his ceiling is maybe a little bit better version of Marcus Mariota. You know, somebody like that. He has the same same height, six four, and uh, similar skill set to Mariota. So that that pro- might be a good comp. Just you know, and obviously NFL teams would hope that he'd be a better version because Mariota is you know he's going to be a career backup until he's out of the league. Now he's pretty much done as a starter in my view. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, his stats his stats from last year uh, went nine and four with Duke. Uh, almost 3,000 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, six picks. Had about a 64% completion rate, which ain't which isn't terrible. Um, obviously, it's not Bryce Young or anything, you know, high 70s. But uh, and then he had the you know almost 700 yards running and 13 touchdowns too. So you know, the quarterback, like the throwing stats, didn't blow you away with some of these guys like Drake May and Caleb Williams and those kind of guys putting up you know 35, 40, 40 something touchdowns. But w- when you combine the number of rushing touchdowns with, with the passing touchdowns, you got, you got a dual threat guy. And so that's what, to me, he's, however you want to phrase it. If he's a little more, you know, a little more athletic Jared Goff, or if he's, you know, Marcus Mariota, he's kind of in that same mold. And, you know, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. This, this quarterback uh, draft class is going to be stocked, stockpiled of, uh, worth of guys. So uh, it's going to be hard, hard for him to jump into the top five. Because there, there's so there's panics and now Shador oh, Sanders yeah. uh, with Colorado, obviously Drake May, Caleb. Yeah, um, you could argue yeah, Bo, you could argue Bo Nix maybe. Oh yeah, Bo Nix. I mean, there's some guys to. Yeah. I'm I'm not a Ewers fan from Texas. I don't. I think I think he'd be a bust if he was a high pick. I think Ewers from Texas would be a bust. Uh, but who knows? Maybe I'll spotlight Ewers next, and then I could trash him. Trash him. Uh, Riley Leonard, if I, my my prediction for the year for Duke, uh, right now they're one and zero. They beat you know number nine Clemson on uh, Monday, twenty eight seven. So Duke jumped. I think they're ranked twenty two now. I think they jumped up in the top twenty five. I already guessed. You know nine and four. Nine and four sounds about right. You know with with a bowl game included. I don't think they're going to be in the ACC championship game or anything. But you know maybe an eight and four year, another bowl win. You know two nine and four years back to back at Duke. That ain't bad. I mean Duke Duke. It's never really been a football program, so uh, that'd, that'd be you know a good thing to hang your hat on, and you know maybe he'll be a, maybe he'll follow through and be a second round pick. Nothing wrong with that either. So that's uh, yeah, that's Riley Leonard, dual threat quarterback. Yeah, I I I seen one play where he was like trying to get tack there, like Clemson was trying to tackle this guy, and he couldn't tackle him. He busts out and he runs for a freaking touchdown. I was like, what? I'm like, no way. I mean, Clemson. I'm like Clemson should be like they they should have won this. They actually should have won like they should have beaten Duke, but they I mean it looked horrible because I was actually I was actually watching a little bit of that game and I was actually watching a little bit of the I was actually watching the twin twins blow out freaking Cleveland like 18 to like four or some crap. So I was kind of watching a little bit of that game a little bit and whatnot too. But you know, it wasn't really a high scoring game, but you know, I was thinking Clemson, you know, number you know top 25 team you know duke not being you know ranked at all should just you know spank them you know just you know like it's nothing but it's uh this happens in the college uh college world where some you know teams that you think might not be the top 25 team end up doing it just like utah 
spanked all over the freaking Gators. So, I mean, it, but, I mean, other than that, I, I liked what I saw from him. You know, he played well that game, and, you know, he, he led them to beat the Clemson Tigers. So, interesting. And, and if you guys <laughs> – just to close on a college note for me, um, if you guys want, like, an upset special, Clemson was their own worst enemy. Yeah, you could argue that, Eric. I think Clemson's going to have a down year. I really do. I think it sounds like they've they kind of fallen behind down. UNC. They, to me, UNC is better. Florida State's better. Uh, you know, we'll see what some of the other program Miami. We'll see what they do. Um, but yeah, Duke might even you know Duke just beat them, so Duke might be better. So there's, um, yeah, quite a few. They they might be the fifth or sixth best team in the ACC when it's all said and done this year. I mean, this might be a down year for Clemson. So and you know, and it, you can't keep dynasties. I mean, this isn't Alabama. Alabama's been going on this for 15 damn years. Um, yeah, Ohio State, I guess, been going on a run for a while. So I mean, it was it was bound to happen. I mean, they won two national championships. They with Lawrence and Deshaun Watson, and and so it's it was bound to happen. So, but if you guys want an upset special to to bet on or to look at this weekend, um, number sixteen, K State and Troy. Troy's got that that you know national leading running back we were talking about earlier. Jay Jay had him up. Uh, I, th yeah. I think uh, this could be another one of those, you know, tw top 25 teams that, that goes down. I think Troy could beat K-State. So that would be like a, like a Duke-Clemson kind of upset to watch out for this weekend. Get me. Let's see here quick. For week two quick. I was going to see if there's any other teams. Um, there's obviously Alabama-Texas, Alabama and then the other top 25 matchup is uh, – uh, Tulane and Ole Miss. Ooh, Oklahoma and M MSU. That's a that's like that might be a tight game right there. Maybe Oklahoma loses that game. That I, hey, that, hey, both sixteen and seventeen could both go down. I mean SMU, yeah. Maybe they're maybe they ride the momentum of of joining the ACC and they're all pumped up. They pull an upset. Troy pulls an upset. Yep. Oregon wins. Yep. Yeah, I think that I think that'd be the kind of the game to kind of see if MSU beats Oklahoma. Um, yeah, I think that's the kind of the only other one. I mean, Texas A&M and Miami. I don't think that'd really be upset there. But this is some other some some stuff we can talk about uh, in another episode too, another stream or something. Just kind of go through some top twenty five, kind of look at the top twenty five guy or ranked twenty five teams and kind of see if any teams are. I'm an upset alert at all or anything like that. So eh, pick, maybe we could pick a few games and we can kind of do that. But, but other than that, I think we had a decent show, a new segment. And we talked some waiver wire pickups, you know, you know, some gems that maybe possibly look at some DFS stuff. Um, talked a little college ball, which wasn't too bad. We talked about some of the top eight guys from this last weekend. And yeah, I think it was. <laughs> I think it was a great, great show. I think. Other than that, um, make sure you guys join our Discord. You love me. You really love me. <laughs> um, so yeah, make sure you guys join our Discord. The links in the description, description below, and um, make sure you also uh, catch our, you know, Spotify, um, Apple Pods, and Google. I mean, those are our main three sources where you can actually find us. I mean, I'm. I know there's a couple other sites out there, you know, Intune, Podbean, Audacity. You know, if you Google us, that's, you know, they pop up there, I guess, or something like that. So, but other than that, those are our main three gigs, our three main sticks, you know, where you can actually find us, subscribe to those, you know, hit bells for when we, you know, a new, new episode comes up, which is mostly from the stream. So, but I mean, other than that, I mean, hell. Is there anything else you want to snag in there quick, Eli, before we get up out of here? Uh, I want to thank you know, everybody for, for uh, tuning in. Uh, there'll be a lot more of these going forward. So, you know, if you're into college football and, and pro football, there'll be a lot of mashups. I think that's probably the, w the way to do these streams. I might, you know, as the season goes on, obviously we'll probably have some more NFL content, maybe go a smidge longer uh, with that. But, yeah, definitely. And if you have suggestions too, make sure you comment. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we'd like to get the, the likes and subscriptions up. Um, you know, we need we need to kind of get the interaction up a little bit, too. So and you guys could help with that. Um, you know, me and Jay, we 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 put in a lot of work on the show. So, you know, that that always helps. And just getting feedback and, and uh, you know, oh, just 
stuff to work stuff to work with bounce bounce back and forth with um but yeah there'll be a lot more of these and, and it'd be interesting to see what happens week one here uh maybe they'll oh, yeah. there's always some surprise last year it was it was devin duvernay you know from the ravens he kind of tore it up the first couple games uh the kid from arizona slipping my it wasn't rondale moore it was uh, who's the other uh greg um the hell is his name oh, yeah, the other sure. one of the receivers yeah, I, I forget it. You know, slips my mind. But uh, <laughs> there was a couple of guys that came out of nowhere for the you know week one, week two, and there'll probably be more this year. And we tried to get on. Maybe it's Tank Dell. Maybe it's it's Puka Nakua. Puka, we've been calling for a while. He's he he might be that guy. And then he's you know we you jump on him now before Sunday hits, and he has you know maybe a fifteen fantasy point, twelve fantasy point kind of game, and he's not going to be available like he is now. He's only in two percent. So that would be my you know. Um, uh, thing to 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 leave the leave you the 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 note to leave you on would be go get Puka, go yes. get him, get him, and, and tune into the stream next week. And uh, yeah, you know, obviously, um, it's the NFL, man. I mean, it it, it is week one. It's here. It's here. Oh my god. Oh, I'm so excited. It is. Man. Go ahead. It is. It is here. Finish it will it be here. It yep. It is and will be here next. Tomorrow, we're less than so many hours away, and um, yeah, it's great, you know, cray, 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 cray. But yes, unfortunately, we, we lost the sub. We have 40 people now, not 41, but I'm still want people to jump in with us, you know. I actually, you know, actually jump just in the bed. that's right here, jump in, the bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, entertainment, entertainment, guys. The only, only time you see this on the stream, and I mean, not not the audio version. But all right, guys, I think it's time for us to get up out of here. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. We might, I think, for waivers, we should be um, jumping on Tuesdays. So that's be that should be our main main day is Tuesdays for waivers. Try to get knocked out as quick as we can. So we might be doing Tuesday shows there, slick, but. Other than that, I think that wraps up everything. Time to get up the hell up out of here. I'm going to go grab some food, chill out. Um, hopefully, everybody has yourself a great Wednesday night. Um, will you see you guys uh, soon? So, from my rhythm, I'm Jamie, and that's Mr. Eli. Hasta la vista, baby. The Terminator. <laughs> All right. See you guys.